The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before give? a wedding should I send out many save the dates? The first Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find where Ford. Welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and this month we're starting the process of thinking about next year in what we're calling Planning November. Joining us today is Jordan Cooney, who is the lead SEO strategist and CEO of Search Metrics Inc. And today, Jordan and I are going to talk to you about what you need to know to understand what happened this year and make the most out of your SEO plans for next year. And this podcast is also sponsored by Hrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Okay. On with the show, here's my conversation with Jordan Cooney, lead SEO strategist and CEO of Search Metrics Inc. Jordan, welcome to Planning November on the Voices of Search podcast. Hey, Ben. Let's figure out how we can help our audience here. I think this is one of the most underserved topics for many of our listeners. I want to take a second and pop some champagne. Oh, boy. Because this is one of the first episodes, Jordan, that we've already recorded once. Oh, we're just going to redo it again? (laughs) We've been doing this for over a year. Yeah, we should have just played last year and just recorded the word 2019 and dubbed it over 2018. But a lot has changed in the SEO landscape. So let's run it back and let's talk a little bit about how do we evaluate what has happened in the changing landscape of SEO and how should SEOs be thinking about getting ready for next year? Let's start off at the top. How do you think about how you should evaluate your content and your performance from the previous year's work? Yeah, I think that there's a lot of ways to do the retrospective, right? And I think that that's one of the things that you want to start with in terms of your planning. Maybe it's fortuitous or fortunate that we have done this episode in the past and so we can look back. But one of the key things that I always like doing with with my teams is 
looking at what has been accomplished, right? So what did we accomplish in the past year? How many tickets have been cleared? How many pieces of content have been produced? How much traffic has been generated? How many leads have been created? Just so you can get a good view as to what you've accomplished and what you've done in the previous year. What's interesting to me is you're talking about this from a very quantifiable perspective. Hey, Mm. you're an SEO. That's expected. There's another side of the coin, which I sort of think about the qualitative aspect of, you know, when I set my goals for my podcast production business or my consulting business, you know, I think about things first and foremost, less from the quantifiable perspective. Mm -hmm. You know, my goals for my podcast business this year were first and foremost to understand who my audience was, right? To provide value in different formats of content to get sort of these milestones accomplished in terms of learning and then backing that up with the qualitative stuff. Is this chicken or the egg? You do one and then the other? Or how do you think about your non-quantifiable goals that fit in with the things that you can actually map to from a metrics perspective? Uh, no, I, I absolutely agree, Ben. And actually, that you're dead on is a concept that I did not address in my various metric-driven examples. But there are various aspirational goals that we have as SEOs, including aspects in terms of how we build relationships and partnerships within internal teams. How is our relationship and partnership with the product and engineering team, with the data and analytics team? With leadership. Or with leadership, even better yet, yeah. And these are topics that SEOs often just don't even address. They don't even think about this component of the job, but it's probably the most important because when things get difficult or when there's an opportunity that needs to be taken advantage of, these are the relationships you rely on in order to execute and ensure that you're delivering on your goals. Uh, That's one component of aspirational goals that you might have. There are others that may be more connected to the holistic nature of your business and sitting down and looking at what are other channels, what are other departments? What's the paid search team doing? What is the overall marketing team doing? And connecting SEO to those, it can be often hard to measure. One great example, and I think that many large enterprises struggle with this, or even agency businesses struggle with this, which is what's the relationship of SEO with the PR team? You know, I mean, we still talk about awareness in the market as a key lever for SEO. Sure, we could talk about it in backlinks, but there are other aspects there in terms of brand awareness that are critical. But very few times do the SEO talk about how you impact or influence the PR cycle. I think that there's two things that I do in terms of evaluation of your goals. And I think that it's useful for SEOs as well. In I will go back through and actually look at my calendar first and foremost. And then I will map out in each given month, what were my main priorities? Where was most of my time spent to try to understand what my performance and my team's performance was? And then I'm building my business evaluation, right? Like what were the number of backlinks in every given month? And I'm charting those out so I can start to, you know, not just backlinks, but what was the traffic and visibility and all the KPIs that I'm looking at. So I can also get a sense of not only what was I working on, but was the thing I was working on having a business impact. And when you lay those two sort of charts over each other, you could see, you know, I executed X project in January, February, we had a step forward in terms of business results. And you can kind of get a sense of what worked and what didn't. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So uh, do you have any recommended sort of ways to evaluate your performance as you look back on, you know, relatively long period of time when you're looking back over a year? 
You know, I think that there's a couple of ways to do this, and I'm not here to dictate what the right way is. As a leader in the organization or as a member of a team, what I encourage our listeners to think about is, how will this message be received? Who is the audience that I'm trying to deliver this message to? And many times when you're doing this retrospective component of planning, you're looking at different mechanisms to evaluate your previous performance. You're looking at things like, you know, red, yellow, green. You're looking at, you know, high, medium, low. You're looking at, you know, more of a, a visual representation of what's been accomplished that your message can be conveyed to the audience that you're passing that to. So step one's really understand what the heck happened. Look back over your year, evaluate your KPIs, your performance, look at your qualitative and your quantitative data. And the second thing is think about how you're going to communicate this to the rest of the organization, which leads us into, great, I understand what happened this year. Here's where we succeeded. Here's where we failed. Here's the narrative that we created in terms of what our team has done and whether it should or should not be prioritized. How do you take figuring out what your performance was and spin that into a message to help you perform better and continue to grow in the next year? Absolutely. So one of the first steps in this process is collecting the feedback. You know, what I've noticed from a lot of teams that we engage here at Searchmetrics, we're very fortunate. We get to sit down with our customers and listen to their plans and see how these things unfold is that oftentimes SEOs are not listening. They're not listening to what the business's priorities are. They're not listening to what their partner's objectives and goals are. And they're often pushing the agenda that they might get from the SEO community, from maybe peers. And so you you might have something like a, a goal around, say, optimizing a set number of pages, and you miss that target previous year. And then you talk with the various stakeholders about optimizing those pages for next year. And the feedback you're getting is, hey, that's not going to happen, but you still set the same goal. That's not really a great way of going about your planning. It's setting yourself up for failure. And I see that often in our community, in our space. And I think that that's where it requires as a leader to identify, well, what's a better path forward here? Do we need to change the goal? Do we need to talk to other members of the organization to find another way to achieve this goal? It really requires you to start to take a step back and listen to that partner's expectations and find a way forward. I'm going to stereotype SEOs for a second here. So everybody, don't be offended. I think people think of SEOs as being, you know, the the geeky guys in the corner, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And I say guys because predominantly SEOs have been male Ladies that are listening to this podcast, we appreciate that you are a huge and important part of the SEO community, obviously. Goes without saying that being the, you know, technically savvy, introverted person sitting there optimizing keywords in the corner leads to the typical SEO not being great at storytelling upward communication. And so building that narrative in terms of what your performance was and telling the story and delivering that message to the right person, I think is a lesson that a lot of SEOs can probably, you know, A, should hear and something that needs to be practiced and a skill that needs to be honed. So as you are putting the story together and, you know, you mentioned, hey, look and we started off by talking about evaluate all of your content and evaluate your performance and get your qualitative data. You said get feedback from your peers to paint the whole picture. 
I think there's an important step here before you start thinking about, you know, going forward. You have to think about, A, what your roadmap is and what you want to accomplish. But building the narrative and building the story is incredibly important. And I think that it's something that's probably overlooked by a lot of technically focused, you know, non-storytelling operators in marketing in that it seems like a binary thing. We performed this, you know, we got this result, we need these resources to get that. And in reality, the way to get those resources is by painting a picture and building the story. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with a low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. What advice do you have for SEOs to be able to tell their story more effectively? You know, Ben, you're, you're absolutely right. There are a variety of tools out there to tell your story. And I think that, I think, I, I know for a fact that SEOs are often reluctant to use these tools. It's largely because it doesn't fall in vain with the character of SEO. But let's just take a few great examples. I mean, many companies use, use an OKR-like system, right? A goal-setting system. Why not encourage your business to connect their goals, their key results to your SEO ambitions, right? So the more you're able to tell that story and connect other people's goals to your goals, the more likely you're going to be to succeed. A more rudimentary or, or more specific example that I see working a lot in many organizations, especially ones where there's a heavy emphasis on technical SEO, is outlining a product roadmap that actually shows key milestones throughout the year and the impact that they will have on a traffic or revenue basis. This is something that many SEOs don't do, right? They, they kick and scream and say, I need this technical change done where there's actually no view into the impact of that. Now, here's the funny thing about creating a roadmap that way. Number one, if you don't hit the goals, that's not a bad thing. You need to go back to the business and understand what happened. You know, Do the postmortem here and figure out why did we not hit those goals or those targets. But there's often this lack of understanding around what accountability is when it comes to setting these goals. Jordan, this is what makes you my favorite SEO is that you're a great storyteller. And, and you took the words right out of my mouth in terms of, you know, sort of the ability to do a postmortem 
And I think that there is a process to follow when you're communicating what happened previous year and to use it as your advantage, whether it was positive performance or negative, right? Let's let's spin this back a little. We both worked at eBay a while ago. Hey, in 2008, when Jordan and Ben were working on SEO at eBay, we were focused on optimizing our search results pages. And we made these changes and we saw that you know, we had great performance in this category, but subpar performance in this category, and our net gain was flat. And we executed against what we wanted to. We saw good performance in some sides and saw negative performance. And here's what we learned. We learned that these are the categories that we need to focus on. So we want to build out more resources that are category specific because that maps against the company goals to verticalize more in 2019. So here's the reason why we want these resources. Here's what we think the impact is going to be. And here's why they are aligned with the rest of the organization's goals. I'm obviously making this story up. That wasn't exactly eBay's business strategy, and nor did Jordan and I work. I'm not sure if it was 2008 or when it was. But <laughs> you get the idea of how you're taking the business performance, positive or negative, getting your learnings out of it and coming up with a reasonable conclusion for why you need resources to move forward. That's what I mean by telling the narrative, right? By building a story. It is not just our performance was X, we need Y. It is the rationale behind that, which is something that I encourage you in the SEO community to think about as you're building out your roadmap and selling it upward and horizontally. Yeah, there's no question. And a lot of our listeners right now, uh, especially the more junior folks, that may not feel like they're sitting at the table making these decisions. That doesn't mean you shouldn't be speaking up. And in fact, this is exactly when you should be speaking up. And you should, in some cases, be asking for help. In other cases, be sharing your input and opinion. But there's no doubt in my mind that the SEO is largely forgotten because they're not even heard. So being heard is oftentimes the first step. So Jordan, you mentioned that the SEOs are often forgotten, right? The geeks that are sitting in the corner that are just, you know, doing some keyword black magic. <laughs> Last question for you today, as you're thinking about planning for your next year, it is not just about thinking about what the business's roadmap is and what resources it is. It's also career positioning. As you're looking back on your performance and where your career should go, how do you advise SEOs to try to take a step forward in the next year? Great question. And, um, you know, you put me on the spot here. I got you, didn't I? (laughs) Yeah, you did. (laughs) Um, But for our listeners out there, I want you to really take this as, as an opportunity because, you know, as I said previously, being heard is one of the most important aspects here. But how you're being heard is just as important to that recipe. And in many cases, how we've been heard in the past has been in a way that isn't constructive to building our careers, building the true impact and narrative that's happening in the business, and isn't really connected to what Google's objectives are for their consumers. Often it's been about tactics and it's been about quick wins and it's been about low cost, high return. And all those narratives often lead to short-term gains, without any material long-term impact to the business. And so what I encourage our listeners to do is, you know, build relationships, build partnerships internally. You know, your paid search counterpart is not the evil enemy. (laughs) 
in many cases, they might be your best ally because they can help you understand how you get speak ROI. Because I'm sure that that PPC manager is talking ROI every day with their manager because that's how they're evaluated. And maybe that could be a ticket in for you to communicating about SEO in your company. And so build these relationships, find a narrative that's genuine, that's not about screaming at the top of your lungs, that's not about you know always asking for things without delivering something in return, but find a genuine way of being heard through your organization that connects to the company's objectives and goals. A lot of career development is about networking and is about relationship building and creating value for other people in the organizations, obviously, in addition to producing your own results. There's so much data at our fingertips as SEOs that can be useful to other teams, right? We understand what is interesting to Google, which is a great signal for what is interesting to the end consumers. And that is powerful for your PR team, for your performance marketing team, for your leadership, right? Understanding where you fit in within this competitive balance as content marketing and search marketing become you know more and more intertwined, that's really powerful and really valuable. And so positioning yourself to be an ally for the other people in your organization and as a go-to resource is going to do nothing but help you build those stronger relationships, help people, you know, play nice in the sandbox, get the resources you need to show the business results to keep moving your career forward. So if I had any advice for you, play nice in the sandbox, try to understand what's happening with the other people in your organization and support them by providing them with the type of data and analysis that you're doing to boost the SEO performance. Absolutely, Ben. There's no question that that fostering of a relationship is what makes you successful in, in any career track, but absolutely in SEO. And, and take Jordan and my relationship as, as living proof there. He was the geeky SEO in the corner. And I was the guy that was exiting eBay, just about to start his own startup. We got put in the same room. And what, 10 years later, here we are making one of the world's best SEO podcasts. <laughs> I don't know if we want to go with that you, you never know how it's going to go. So yeah. uh, play nice in the sandbox. Mm-hmm. So Jordan, you have uh, you know some tips and some advice that are a little bit more proprietary, not necessarily something that we want to say on the podcast. But why don't you give people, uh, you know, we normally say your contact information uh, at the end of the podcast. Tell everybody how they can get in touch with you if they're looking for some sort of a tip or a template for doing their yearly planning. Absolutely. I mean, I, well, first of all, we have some great resources here at Search Metrics when it comes to planning, whether it be more technical focus or content road mapping. We've got some great resources. Happy to share those with folks and happy to, to encourage you to use these resources uh, once you get down to the more granular, what am I going to do level of your planning process. If you're at more of a higher level and you're more thinking about what is my strategy and how am I going to partner with certain teams in the organization or how do I develop my career through search? You know, reach out to me through LinkedIn or on Twitter. I am always happy to spend some time, uh, have a conversation, and encourage our fellow SEOs in their in their journey. All right, Jordan, putting himself out there, helping the SEO community, getting ready for 2020. It'll be a new decade. Excited for it to come, and hope we can help you do your planning. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Jordan Cooney, lead SEO strategist and CEO of Searchmetrics, Inc. 
We'd love to continue this conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Jordan, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes, or you can send him a tweet where his handle is JT Cooney. That's J-T-K-O-E-N-E. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. If you have general marketing questions, if you want to talk about this podcast, if you're interested in being a guest on the show, you can find my contact information in our show notes, or you can send me a tweet at Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you like this podcast and you want a regular stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, hit the subscribe button in your podcast app. And we'll be back in your feed soon to continue to talk about how to plan for 2020. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data.